And welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. You can find me on X slash Twitter, at FFKnowItAll. I am also on TikTok, FFKnowItAll there. Or you can email the show directly, KnowItAllFantasyFootball at gmail.com. Happy to have you with us here on this Friday, uh, September the 22nd, 2023. We are about ready to uh, kick off the main slate of games in a couple of days for week three of your NFL slash fantasy football season. And we will talk about injuries today. Uh, We will break down each game as well. I will give you my list of starts and sits and possible stashes in each game and how uh, the recent acquisitions of Kareem Hunt and Cam Akers should play out in their respective backfields. Before we get into all of that good stuff, I do want to talk about the sponsor of today's show, and that's Bove Design. And as I've mentioned many, many times, if you have an online business, whether it is your main source of income or just a side hustle to uh, help you pay the bills, you need a website that's not only fully functional, but meets the needs of your business. That's where the folks at Bove Design come into play. Let Rob and company give you all the tools that you need so that your business can succeed. You can find them on Instagram at bove.design. That's B-O-V-E dot design. And whether it is a full website from the ground up, just a tweak, to what you have in place right now, a banner ad of some kind for advertisement and marketing, or even just a logo, a nice snazzy new logo like the one I have here for the podcast. Bove Design has you covered in all of those areas. So make sure you hit Rob and company up, let them know what you're looking for, and trust me guys, your business will be happy that you did. All right, so injuries, there are a lot of them, and we will uh, not necessarily talk about the ones that we know are out, like uh, the other day with Saquon Barkley. We know that situation. We also know, obviously, that Nick Chubb is out for the year, Jonathan Taylor on the pup list, that goes on and on. What I'm going to do is cover the ones that are kind of in doubt or up in the air, hopefully clarify some of them, and give you my thoughts on others, and then we'll tackle the uh, each game. A breakdown of the main slate of the games. We'll also do Monday night's games as well. Joe Burrow, quarterback Cincinnati Bengals. He did participate in practice on Friday, so that trends very well for him playing on Monday night. Now, I'm going to caution somebody who's waiting on Joe Burrow. Be very, very cautious here. He could be a late scratch, and you might be uh, in the lurch. So if you can, don't play him. Uh, If you can stream somebody, and we'll talk about a couple of options, possibly that you might be able to stream at quarterback, tight end, and maybe even DSTs. At at the end of the show, I'll throw those in there. But if you do have Joe Burrow and you are banking on him to go out there and be the Joe Burrow that you know and love and why you drafted him as high as you had to in this year's draft, I don't expect that. This is a guy that hasn't looked right for the first two weeks. He injured himself again in week two, and now we're supposed to believe that he's going to go out there and be lights out? If he is, let him do that from your bench. Don't give yourself the agita of having to wait till Monday night to find out if he's playing subpar or possibly not playing at all. So Joe Burrow is a no-start for me. We'll cover more about that in the, when we talk about the Bengals game on Monday. 
Austin Eckler has been ruled out with his ankle. I knew this was coming. I warned everybody that once he got hurt, it wasn't going to be, oh, let's see if he goes back out there. Austin Eckler, as as big of a heart as he has, and he's a tough guy, and he's one of the more friendly, uh, fantasy-friendly players out there. He talks openly about fantasy football, which I love. I love the interaction. Eckler is going to be a multi-week absence. He might even miss week three. Stash Joshua Kelly if you don't already have him. Hopefully you didn't drop him after just one performance. He's not going to light the world on fire, but he is the primary back in a high-powered offense. Anthony Richardson is not out of the concussion protocol. He will not play for the Indianapolis Colts. It's Minchu Mania time one more time. Richardson, of course, you're not going to cut him. You're going to just leave him on the bench and hopefully... He'll return to uh, form next week. I have him on a couple of teams myself. Bryce Young ruled out for Carolina with an ankle injury. So uh, the Bryce Young experience is put on hold. He hasn't looked great. You weren't starting him anyway. Aaron Jones, uh, running back for the Green Bay Packers. Questionable with a hamstring. I don't think he goes. If he does, I really think they're going to limit his touches. But I would look elsewhere if I was the uh, Aaron Jones owner. And I would sit him in any case. If you can get somebody else to play, if you have to play him and he's active, then play him. But if it, just remember to temper your expectations there. Christian Watson, still questionable also for the Packers with a uh, hamstring. Now, this is one where... Listen, I'm going to lay it all out there right now. I was never a believer in Watson. He had five games last year where he got touchdowns and put up numbers. He's been injury prone other than that ever since, and even before that. I'm not impressed, and I don't necessarily think he's going to be this great monster when he comes back and elevate the Packers to something that they're, honestly, that they're not. Having said that, if you spent high capital on him and he plays, you might want to put him in there. But I'm not expecting him to go. And if he does go, I think that his uh, there's going to be a cap on what he can accomplish for you. Jalen Waddle practiced Friday. He had been in the concussion protocol for the Dolphins. Waddle has been kind of quiet this year. He's one of the guys that I wondered if we should be worried about. I'll give it one more week. It's the Tyreek Hill show, obviously, there with Tua. But on that explosive offense, Waddle is a, a must-start, really. So uh, hopefully you don't have him as your wide receiver one. But if you have him in there, you're starting him. Amonra St. Brown, we got word that he will play. He's wearing a steel plate in his toe uh, in his shoe to protect his toe. So they are worried about that. You know enough about Amonra St. Brown to know that if he's playing, you're starting him. David Montgomery, doubtful with a thigh injury. We didn't think he was going for Detroit. This could mean there is a a nice uptick there for Jameer Gibbs. I don't necessarily believe that. I think they're going to sprinkle in a lot of Craig Reynolds. But yeah, so uh, obviously you're going to start Jameer Gibbs. We'll talk more about him later. Derek Henry returned to practice Friday. He also had a toe issue. Nobody expects him not to go. A nice stash for you, though, would obviously be his backup. Tajay Spears, I have him on a team as well. So if you can get him anywhere, especially if you're the Henry owner, nice handcuff to have. Amari Cooper is not on the injury report with his groin and shoulder injury, so he will go uh, for the Cleveland Browns. 
Odell Beckham Jr. and Justice Hill both out for Baltimore, uh, foot injury and ankle injury respectively. So fire up the Gus bus, everybody. And as far as wide receivers go, I love Zay Flowers in that offense for Baltimore. Devontae Smith will go for the Philadelphia Eagles. He had been questionable with a hamstring and thigh injury, but he is expected to go. Kenneth Gainwell has now returned to practice with a rib injury. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what the Eagles do here. Yes, I know. And I bought into it, too. DeAndre Swift looked fantastic on Thursday night, but I don't see him getting the lion's share of the carries. He might have a 60-40 split with Gainwell. They might sprinkle in Boston Scott if he can play, and it'll be a mess. I wouldn't start Gainwell, though. I, I would start Swift. I think Swift will have more than Gainwell in this uh, in this week's touches as it's spread out. But moving forward, it's going to be kind of a mess here. Miles Sanders is also not on the injury report for the Carolina Panthers. I kind of like him this week, but we'll see how that, that goes. And Jamal Williams ruled out for New Orleans with a hamstring injury. And that makes, uh, well, we'll talk about um, other folks on that team when we get to that game. All right, let's start in Cleveland where the Tennessee Titans are visiting the Cleveland Browns. We'll start on the visitor side of the ball with Tennessee. You are obviously starting Derrick Henry. He should play. You fire him up. DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks are both fine flex options for you, but Tannehill doesn't is not great throwing the football. Cleveland does have a pretty good defense and Chigagonquo I'm not not enthused. So the the entire pass catching situation there, I wouldn't deal with. Tajay Spears, as I mentioned before, is a nice stash. And in deeper leagues where you need a flex spot, he might be somebody that can catch a few passes for you and possibly returns one, uh, catches one, and brings it to the house. On the Cleveland side of the ball, I don't normally like this player, but I think in this situation with the loss of Nick Chubb and the addition of Kareem Hunt, and you elevated Jerome Ford. I think this is going to be a a nice game for Deshaun Watson. I have a feeling he'll rush for a touchdown here. He might even rush for north of 50 yards for the first time in a long time. I don't like him long term, but if he's on your bench uh, and you, you need somebody to go in there for Anthony Richardson or perhaps Joe Burrow or something, something like that, and if he's on your waivers, and you just need a fill-in for one week, he makes a fine streamer. I do like him. He's not a must-start, but he's definitely a guy you can start if you're desperate. Jerome Ford is a must-start. I know we've gone back and forth on this. Kareem Hunt's coming in. I get all that. And Kareem Hunt may eat into a lot of the workload. But Kevin Stefanski has come out time and time again and said, Jerome Ford is our guy. I know there's coach speak out there. But nothing Ford has done would make you think that he's less dynamic than Kareem Hunt, who's approaching 30. So yes, I do think this is uh, this is Ford's um, time to shine. I think he'll do better than we than most people project against this defense. I'm not saying that he's going to run over the Tennessee defense, but at home, they're going to be fired up. The Cleveland Browns. I like Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford is an absolute must start. If you invested any capital in him at all, you didn't do so to sit him. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I would sit this week to see what his role is. If you're desperate, you play him, but you need to be super desperate here. Um, You certainly can play uh, Amari Cooper. I'm going to play him 
in his home and away games are well documented how much better he plays at home. So this is going to be a nice game. Deshaun Watson should be out there firing the ball all over this Tennessee defense. They're great against the run, not so much against the pass. I like Amari Cooper a lot in this game. Elijah Moore is a, a nice flex wide receiver three this week. I think that he will catch enough passes to be fantasy relevant. And David Njoku... Unless he finds the end zone, he's not somebody that you're comfortable starting. But tight end is so bad, what choice do you really have? All right, Atlanta versus the Detroit Lions. Now, on the Atlanta side of the ball, you're starting Bijan Robinson. He's a must-start every single week. Tyler Algier is an okay flex. He has some rushing yards, and he can score at any given time. I am not starting any of the pass catchers in that offense. I am sitting Kyle Pitts unless you have, I mean, you may, if you have no choice to start him, fine, and he might have a good week once in a while, but no, he's not somebody that I'm comfortable starting. Drake London, eh, not somebody that I'm comfortable starting either. So yeah, everybody in that offense, other than the two running backs, I am not going to start. The On the Lions side of the ball, love Jared Goff. As a streamer this week, he is a, he's a weekly starter, and this week he's a must-start against Atlanta, and I think he's going to have a heck of a game um, in Detroit. Obviously, you're going to start Jameer Gibbs. He's too talented to leave on your bench, even if he's going 50-50 or less with uh, Craig um, Reynolds. Craig Reynolds is not a must-start here. If you're desperate and you need somebody, he could have you know, maybe... 10 or 12 carries for 40 or 50 yards and a score. He's not going to catch any passes. I'd avoid him if you can. You're starting Amonra St. Brown. You're starting Josh Reynolds if he's able to go. And you are definitely starting their rookie tight end there, Sam Laporta. I like him. I have him in a league myself. New Orleans versus Green Bay. On the Saints side of the ball, this is the last week they're going to be without Alvin Kamara. So they're going to go with Kendra Miller, who looks like he will be playing in this game. And while I think he'll be a factor, I don't see a situation where he's going to have the backfield all to himself. I do believe that Tony Jones Jr. and Taysom Hill will feed into that as well. Um, I don't know that I'm comfortable starting either of the primary running backs. However, I am. If you're 0-2 and you need an upside play, Taysom Hill at tight end is an excellent choice for you because he might have 50, 60 yards rushing, and he may either throw for a couple of scores, run one in. He has the chance for a big play here, especially a week before Kamara comes back. It's a one-week plug-and-play, but if you're desperate at 0-2, it might be worth the while. Wide receivers, you're starting Chris Olave. You're starting Michael Thomas at this point. Rashid Shahid is interesting. I feel that in deeper leagues and three wide receiver leagues, he is playable, but not in your 12-team standard, uh, PPR rather, but 12-team uh, with two wide receivers and a flex. I don't think you're, you're married into playing uh, Shahid. Green Bay, I mentioned Christian Watson before. I You play him if he's active. I don't think his expectations should be very high. Romeo Dobbs is a flex at best. And I know there's a lot being made of Luke Musgrave and, and as a tight end. Really, honestly, unless you're streaming tight end and, or you don't have another option, stay away from him as well. Aaron Jones, I don't expect to play in this game. So you're going to get a healthy dose of, of Dylan, A.J. Dillon. I don't like A.J. Dillon as a runner, but if he gets enough volume and finds the end zone, he'll be fine as a one-week running back too. And I love Jordan 
love, no pun intended there. I do like him as a streaming option this week, or if he's rostered, he is somebody that you can start with relative confidence against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are a good defense, but I think that uh, Jordan Love can pass against them and might have some success in the air. Denver versus Miami. I've mentioned this before. I'm not sold on Denver. I'm not sold on Russell Wilson. I don't think Jerry Judy is 100% healthy. I'm trying to avoid most of the Broncos, honestly. The one exception to this, and obviously I would start Jerry Judy as a flex because I think that the potential for him to boom is too good to pass up. But uh, Javante Williams is somebody I absolutely love this week. P. Ryan seemed to be phased out last week a little bit. The more he's, the healthier he's getting the more they're playing Javante Williams. So I definitely like him in this game against Miami. If Denver can keep it close, I like him even more. He's a pass-catching running back as well. So he's the only starter on Denver's offensive side of the ball. Flip over to Miami. You're starting Tua. You're starting Tyreek Hill. If you drafted Jalen Jalen Waddle, you are starting him as well. I don't think I would start anybody else on the Miami side of the ball uh, in the receiving core. You're obviously starting Raheem Mostert. He's looked good so far. He's not going to be this dynamic runner that's going to break these long plays and and give you these uh, jaw-dropping moments. But he does rush for yardage. He's the only game in town out of the backfield until Jeff Wilson Jr. comes back. So yeah, you're starting Raheem Mostert. The game of the week for me is next, and that's the L.A. Chargers visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Offense all over the place here. So we'll start with L.A. You've drafted Justin Herbert in a spot where you really kind of have to play him. And against Minnesota, you really have a shot here of, of uh, hitting gold. Now, they this is going to be a shootout i feel a high scoring game where both teams are going to have to throw the ball so the chargers should be fine from the quarterback standpoint you're firing up keenan allen as you do every single week he is healthy mike williams is a nice play this week he had 13 targets in the last game that's a lot for mike williams i don't know if that's going to continue i've been disappointed with gerald everett the way the Chargers have been playing with throwing the football, he's not really doing all that much. This could be an Everett type of game. Obviously, he's one of those guys that on the tail end of uh, of the spectrum, if you waited on tight end and you're desperate and you have no choice, he's a guy you could put in there and probably pencil in five to seven points, which really isn't terrible. But it's more it's disappointing when I expect more out of him. And I'm not even sure why that is that I expect so much out of him. Um, Quentin Johnson and Josh Palmer are really just guys you don't even want to stash at this point. In the backfield, Austin Eckler, I mentioned, will be out. I like very much so this week. I like Joshua Kelly. He is somebody that I am looking to play in every uh, every league he was available. I took him, and I'm going to play him on every team where he's sitting on the bench. I think he has a, a big game this week. I think this is one of those games where everybody's going to be like, oh, and, and I don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I am not saying Joshua Kelly is anything special. I just think it's it, the he's going to be he's going to have to pick catch passes. He may score once or twice in a high scoring game. And I think it's going to be one of those things where we look at it and second-guess ourselves for either dropping him or ranking him so low. I don't think that he's all that great. I think the situation in this game will dictate um, points for him. 
Same with his counterpart on the other side. So we'll start with him on, on the Minnesota side of the ball, and that's Alexander Madison. We all know that Cam Akers is there in town. He's supposed to be suiting up. But how much of the playbook does he really know? He might know more than we think because he has been with Kevin O'Connell before when they were both with the Rams. But I still temper my expectations here that I think Madison has a really good day. I think that he's, he's playing for his job. And I, I think that after everything he went through, he's going to be fired up and have a good day. I see a touchdown possibly 100 yards and a few catches coming. I see a 20-point um, game from Alexander Madison this week. If Cam Akers plays, it'll be a complimentary role at best. I don't think you see much action from him, at least until the following week. Obviously, you're starting Kirk Cousins in a league. My cousin has him stacked with uh, Justin Jefferson. Kaboom! That is an excellent stack. I think it's going to work out this week because I think finally Jefferson gets in the end zone and that would be uh, make all of his owners happy, but he still continues to do it. Double-digit catches every week. There's no question there. You're Obviously, you're starting TJ Hawkinson as well. He's been super since coming over from the Detroit Lions. He is really the secondary option in the passing game. Of course, Jordan Addison is a big play away from blowing up people's lineups also. And as much as I don't understand why it goes on, if you are desperate and you need to stream somebody, or if you're looking for a good DFS play that's cheap, K.J. Osborne continues to get play, gets touchdowns, and uh, yeah. So that is a passing attack that you want every part of if you can possibly get it. New England versus the Jets. Now, this is something where I don't know if I want any player on any team. So we'll start with New England. I guess Hunter Henry is a really, really good play. He's had two good weeks in a row. I think he'll have a third. I think he's legit as a Tier 2 tight end. I don't want to start Mac Jones. Ramondre Stevenson is a shell of himself, but if you drafted him and he's playing, you're going to start him. Zeke is somebody I don't want any part of either. I want none of these wide receivers. So yeah, I guess I'm done with New England. Their defense is a nice streamer this week against the Jets offense. Jets side of the ball, Dalvin Cook is unimpressive. I'm not trying to start him. I guess you do start Garrett Wilson if you have to. You drafted him to start him, and he is capable. His talent alone is capable of making a big play. So Garrett Wilson, and I still start Brees Hall because, again, it's it's about talent, and he's getting healthier, and I think they're going to need him to, to do something. He's more of a flex or running back two this week. But as the season progresses and he gets healthier, I think you'll see him gravitate toward and flirt with running back one. But this offense needs to get better. But that's it for that game. On to Buffalo and Washington, where it looks a whole lot better for options. You're starting Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs, period, end of that story. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is interesting. Washington has a really, really good front seven, so I think the running game is going to be shut down. Davis is capable of a big play. He He's one of those you cross your fingers and almost plug your nose when you start him, but if he booms, he booms. So boom and bust as he always is. Flex if you need him. Um, I, I want to start if Dawson Knox does not play, then Kincaid is a uh, an excellent starting option. Low-tier tight end, obviously. Um, you're starting James Cook. He's looked great. Yes, 
Latavius Murray and Damian Harris, both vulture touchdowns from him. That's going to happen, but James Cook is the primary back in a high-powered offense. Start him as your running back, too, with no questions asked. Washington, I like Sam Howell. We'll talk about him in a little bit. He's startable. Uh, out of the backfield, Antonio Gibson is almost at the point where he's cuttable if he isn't already. Brian Washington Jr., excellent running back two. Start him in this game. He's been involved in the passing game, which has been awesome. Terry McLaurin, you're starting. Now, here's where it gets a little iffy. Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson is, has, we've wanted him to boom for so long, but it just hasn't happened. It might happen this week when they have to put up points against Buffalo. So I like him as a flex, but there might be other guys you can put in there. So he's a borderline flex for me in this game. I wouldn't play either defense if you can get away from it. This is going to be, like I said, a high-scoring game. Houston versus Jacksonville. Houston, C.J. Stroud is a fine streamer this week. He's going to have to throw against Jacksonville. I think he's going to put up points. He's among the leaders in yardage of all quarterbacks throughout the first two weeks, as crazy as that sounds. He's got weapons now in Nico Collins, who is a must-start wide receiver, too, at this point. He, there is Robert Woods and Tank Dell. Those guys, honestly, are more of... Uh, emergency flexes if you really want my opinion Dalton Schultz has been a non-factor forget about him really now we are or at least the fantasy community as a whole is worried about Damian Pierce I am not you can start him in this game he's still the primary back on this team and he's heavily involved so a guy with that volume with all the injuries going on feel free to start him you should absolutely be fine on the Jacksonville side of the ball, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's been struggling. I think he writes the ship against Houston this week. I like him very, very much this week. He's a start of the week for me. You're obviously starting Travis Etienne as well. I haven't said this before, but I'm going to say it here. If you have not handcuffed Travis Etienne, do so because it's it's really that's one of those situations that if he if he misses some time, then you're going to wish that you had done that. Jacksonville's receivers, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, are going to be excellent options in this offense this week. Um, Kirk is good against man. Houston plays man. So fire those guys up. And obviously, if you drafted Evan Ingram, you're going to have to start him as well because he was kind of going earlier in drafts. Indianapolis versus Baltimore. I mentioned Gardner Minshew. We'll talk about him a little bit more when we just fire off streamers real quick. You are starting Zach Moss after the performance last week, especially with Gardner Minshew under center. He doesn't run the way that Anthony Richardson would. Zach Moss is an absolute must start this week. I know it's against Baltimore. I get it. But that volume alone lends itself to starting him. The only wide receiver you're interested here in here, of course, is uh, Michael Pittman, and even then, it's I think it's a low-end flex in this game. Yes, I know Gardner Minshew can throw the football at times, but Baltimore is a tenacious defense. On the Baltimore side, you're starting Lamar Jackson. You're starting Gus Edwards. Love him. Another start of the week for me with Trevor Lawrence. Love the Gus bust this week. I think he gets two touchdowns and upwards of 100 yards with Justice Hill being out. Wide receivers... Zay Flowers, and you're starting, of course, Mark Andrews. But other than that, you're, you're not interested in the rest of this passing game until you see more from them. Carolina, Seattle. 
on the Carolina side of the ball, you don't know what's going to happen. Bryce Young has been leaning on um, Adam Thielen lately. You don't know if they're going to continue to do that. It's against Seattle. Their defense isn't great. I don't know what's going to go on here. I'm kind of staying away from all the Carolina Panthers if I can. Some of you have to start. Miles Sanders, I get that, but I wouldn't start anybody else here. Um, Seattle, you're going to start Geno Smith after last week's performance against Carolina, so he should be able to light it up. You're going to start the, th the two receivers anyway. Lockett had a good game. Metcalf can always have an excellent game. And if you're desperate, uh, JSN, Jackson Smith Najigba, is a good option for you. Kenneth Walker, you're starting him. Period. End of story. He's been nothing but a solid running back, too. On to Chicago, Kansas City, which is a four, uh, 425 game. That is, I like Justin Fields in this game. I think he has a bounce back. He has talked about openly talked about going back to doing things more openly his way kind of thing and I think he's going to have to against Kansas City I like the Justin Fields uh not breakout because he broke out already but I think this will be his breakout game of the new campaign as far as the running backs go I'm not comfortable starting either of them I would fade both of them until you find out something different they don't run enough to really warrant starting until you have somebody that kind of works their way as a lead dog in this backfield. GJ, DJ Moore is the only receiver you want to start. Cole Komet is a desperate play if you want a tight end. It's all it's going to be the Justin Fields show for Chicago. Kansas City, you know you're starting Mahomes. You know you're starting Kelsey. And I, I feel Kelsey good game coming. He's been off the injury report now for two weeks. This is a, a get-right game for him. Sky Moore is a He's a boomer bust. He's Gabe Davis West, in my opinion. But I do like the player. And obviously, if you're going for the upside, plug him in there at a flex and see what you got going on. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a dark horse in this game. I only say that because uh, Isaiah Pacheco has been questionable. I think he'll play. But if he doesn't play, I think CEH might be a... Um, might be somebody that you can stream in desperation um, if needed. Dallas uh, versus Arizona. So these are two polar opposite teams. One that looks like it might be a juggernaut and the other one who looks like it might be a naught, period. Now, Dallas, Dak Prescott hasn't looked good, but he hasn't had to. I wouldn't start him unless you have to. Hopefully he's a backup on your team, but you are starting C.D. Lamb. The rest of that receiving core, I'll believe it when I see it. Some guys might catch passes, whatever. Brandon Cooks and company, I'm not impressed. You're starting C.D. Lamb. You're starting Tony Pollard. And Jake Ferguson is an interesting tight end start. He does get red zone targets, so he could score at any time. I wouldn't blame you if you started him. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. Arizona. You're not starting Josh Dobbs. You, you're definitely starting James Conner. He's been their best player over two games. You can, as a flex at least, start Marquise Brown. You're not starting anybody else in the receiving core. And you can trot out Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is getting six, five, six targets a game. You will take that and from the tight end position, especially in PPR. So I could not fault you for that. I actually like that a lot. I like Zach Ertz. Pittsburgh and the Vegas Raiders, that is uh, it's going to be your Sunday night game. Now, Pittsburgh and Vegas, neither of them have great offenses. Jimmy G against Kenny Pickett. Steelers side of the ball, I like Jalen Warren. 
I think he's a, a solid flex. I don't know that I like him as a, a, a running back two or, or, or anything like that. There is a possibility here that the Steelers return to the Najee Harris show in that he gets more of the backfield touches. That doesn't mean I like Najee Harris either. He's no more than a flex in my opinion. George Pickens is the only wide receiver you're starting in this game. And Pat Fryermuth is a solid tight end option every single week. Over to Vegas. Josh Jacobs, we're not worried about him. He should have himself a decent game. I think Devontae Adams goes off against this piss-poor secondary, and you can say what you want. I'm a Steeler fan. You can come at me. I will tell you, they get burned. Their nickname should be Toast because that's exactly what they are. They're going to get burned in Vegas. Devontae Adams has his game where he silences his um, doubters this week. Two touchdowns, 120 yards, 10 catches. Here it comes absolute must start if jacoby myers is on the field he is also a must start wide receiver but that is about it for this game philadelphia in the first monday night game will travel to tampa bay to take on the buccaneers so you have jalen hurts must start Devante or DeAndre Swift is an absolute start for you. Kenneth Gainwell is a wait and see. I would not feel comfortable about playing him on the in the uh, wide receivers. AJ Brown, I'm not worried. He's still going to be a wide receiver one or fringe wide receiver one, possible wide receiver two. Devonte Smith is another guy you're starting. Dallas Goddard looks fine. Start him as well. Basically, fire up all Eagles. You're good to go. Tampa Bay, I think this might be the game that you look at and say wow baker is still baker i don't think he has a good game here at all i don't know how what that means for the wide receivers but we'll start in the backfield there was a report the other day that uh rashad white is getting 70 percent of the carries for the tampa bay buccaneers and he's getting all the red zone touches i really think that he could be sneaky good in a point compiler type of manner and i think he will catch some passes in this game so you're starting him no more than a running back two you're sitting baker mayfield unless you're streaming and you're desperate you're starting mike evans after the start he's had to the season you're still starting chris godwin because he can explode at any time i'm not impressed with any of the other receivers or the tight end for the buccaneers and the last game i want to talk about and possibly the most intriguing are the LA Rams going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I will get to the Bengals in a minute, but I do not expect Joe Burrow to be at full strength. I'm going to say that up front. So I hope he is because I want to see this game be a shootout because I have Puka Nakua all over the place. But we'll see. The Rams, you are absolutely starting Kyron Williams in that backfield. He is the number two running back in fantasy, and he's getting 100% of the touches for the most part. You can start Matt Stafford in this game. He's looked good. He is definitely a streaming option for you or a replacement for an injured QB. And keep him around for bye week replacements as well. Puka Nakua, he absolute must start. He is Cooper Cup light, and I think he'll be around for quite a while. I don't expect Cooper Cup to be back anytime soon. You can start Tutu Atwell. Just temper your expectations. He's not going to continue on this pace, but he is a fine flex option if you need him and tyler higby i'm at this point ready just like with gerald everett i'm ready to just drop him and move on to something that could be more of an upside play higby is not interesting to me he is a bench for me not a stash but a cut
Uh, Cincinnati, I mentioned, I wouldn't start. I really wouldn't. No, even if he's healthy and ready to go, I would not start Joe Burrow unless I saw him come back and do the Joe Burrow things. So he's a sit for me. You're starting Mixon because Mixon gets basically all the looks in there uh, from the running back position. You're starting Jamar Chase. You're starting T. Higgins. And if you need a flex that catches some passes out of the slot and can score from time to time, deeper leagues, three wide receiver leagues, Tyler Boyd is fine. You can go ahead and put him in there if you want. And I would start neither defense in this game. So before we wrap things up completely, I'll talk about streaming options. I kind of hinted at what they are, but we'll start at the quarterback. And there are three that I want to talk about here from the quarterback standpoint. The first one, and I mentioned him earlier, is Sam Howell. I like what he's done. I think he's excellent. He'll have a good game. It's going to be a high-scoring shootout this week. So Sam Howell is the quarterback number one that you can stream for this week. Matt Stafford, if he, he's not widely owned in a lot of leagues, and he should be in another one, especially if Joe Burrow comes back. And, and the way he's been throwing the ball, he is definitely somebody that I like a lot. And as much as it pains me to say it, and it's kind of strange, really, for me to even talk about this guy in that in in a streaming sense. C.J. Stroud is somebody that you can. He should be widely available. Nobody should even have him. If you need to stream somebody in a matchup where he's most likely going to have to throw a lot, he is a pretty good option for you. Now let's talk about tight ends. There's not a lot to talk about from the standpoint of streaming, only. If you look at it from who owns, you know, who has ownership, most people have a tight end and there aren't too many tight ends that are out there that people haven't picked up out of desperation. So I'm really going to throw out one, maybe two names. There's one name right away that I'm going to throw out there and that's Taysom Hill. If you see him out there in your league and he is tight end eligible, this is the week to grab him. He should have some rushes, some designed looks, especially near the goal line. He could score. He could throw the ball. He might even catch a pass for a touchdown. This is a good week to, to stream him until you figure things out at tight end. That's really the only place I want to go as far as streamers go. If, if I'll give you one more. If Hayden Hurst is available in your league, the way that Carolina is using him, go ahead and get him. See what you got there. He, you could definitely do a whole lot worse out there on the waiver wire than a guy that's catching passes in, in PPR. So there you have it. Um, there are some defenses that we can talk about really quickly before we wrap things up completely. I like the Las Vegas Raiders defense at home this week. It's not a great defense, but against Pittsburgh and the offense that's non-existent, I will go ahead and, and stream them. I don't like what I've seen out of my Steelers. I'm happy with Las Vegas in that game. The Chiefs are probably a widely owned defense, but they're going against the Bears. Yeah, I do think that Fields has himself a game, but I'm not impressed with the offense. If the Chiefs are out there, stream them as well. The New England Patriots defense against the New York Jets. The Jets are lousy. We know that. Zach Wilson can't beat you. And all Bill Belichick ever does is take away the one good player. I feel like they're going to make Zach Wilson throw the football, so I think they're going to take away the running game here. I really do believe that the New England defense is a nice stream for you. So there you have it. That is, uh, that's going to wrap it up for the preview of this week's action. And I will try to update if there are major injury updates, I might release a podcast tomorrow. If not, 
Good luck this week, everybody, in your games. Please make wise decisions. Check right before kickoff to 12.30, quarter to 1. Make sure that you know all the actives and inactives for the first slate of games and check back again around 3.30 for the late games. And, of course, your primetime games you should be checking out 15 minutes before kickoff. So good luck, everybody. We'll talk again when we're breaking down the... Uh, weekend's action next week so good luck smart play and make sure you check your rosters for anything that might have changed in your world while you were doing something else i will talk to you guys on the flip side thank you all for listening thank you for being the uh, best group of inspirers around i couldn't do this without you i wouldn't want to do this without you so take care and i'll see you on the other side